James, and you're in Arizona, is that right? Yes, sir. Okay, super cool, super cool. And do you have a podcast out there somewhere? Uh, uh, I do. It's uh, called the Raptured Millennial Podcast. Okay. Uh, available pretty much everywhere you can find them. Okay, that that's cool. And so what do you deal with on your podcast? That's a bit of a title there. Um, oh, I, as a millennial, you know, I'm 22. Um, me and uh, soon to be one of my good friends, we actually, uh, it's a Christian-based podcast. We kind of go through the Bible and discuss mm-hmm. different topics. Like I just finished a series talking about how religion sucks and how I don't like the, the term religion and how I believe a faith-based thing is more important. And so it, it's kind of just uh, a millennial's opinion on the Bible. I guess my uh, slogan is the, uh, a, young per- a young mind's um, perspective on the oldest book around. Uh huh. Yeah, it's always nice to bring something fresh to something traditional. I think. Exactly. My 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 thoughts are exactly. Yeah. So I mean, how is it being received? How are people taking the information that you're putting out there? Uh, I mean, we're relatively new, so we've only got about four or five episodes. Actually, we only have four mm-hmm. episodes up. I think uh, we're we're seeing about twenty five, about about ten to fifteen uh, listens per episode. So not not too bad, but not you know, obviously we'd love to see more. Um, but but you know I, again we're we're building it up so we're we're going to take what we can get for the time being. Yeah, absolutely. And I go with the philosophy that one is better than none, right? So exactly. If you, if you can connect with one person and you can make a difference in their life, then you know the dominoes fall one by one, right? So hundred uh, percent. So so we just make that connection with a person out there and we help them get their life organized and sorted and going in the right direction and. You know, one by one, we make the little corrections, and over time, it builds up. Yeah, I, I think you know. In my opinion, if I can say, you know, if I can, if I can change one person's life, you know, that mm-hmm. then it's a success. You know, I'm not trying to change the world. I'm not trying to, you know, be the uh, the PewDiePie of podcasts. You know, mm-hmm. 50 million people listening. But you know, it would be nice. But you know, it's all about that one person who. You know, you would never think would listen, and then they end up listening, and their life has changed forever because of something you said, because it resonated with them. And I think that's the coolest thing is about the, the podcasting platform, is we just put stuff on the internet, mm-hmm. and anybody and everybody can listen, and, and kind of just, you know, if and maybe they receive what you know the the intention is, and if not, you know, at least you know they they gave you a try, and I and that's what I love about the the community. Oh yeah, yeah. It's um, it's something new for a lot of people, and if we, you know, take the time and effort to build up some creative content and put in some input and uh, get the information out, then there will be differences that happen over time. It won't be instantly, but uh, people can pick things up at any point in time. So maybe you create something today, and maybe people pick it up in a year or something like that. Or exactly. Yeah, or maybe you even you know circle back to it, is, which is what I've done with a lot of my content, is I circle back and I listen a couple of years down the line, and I'm like, ah, oh, I've kind of moved on from that, from that point. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I've, actually, I've actually run uh, two other podcasts into the ground. I had uh, originally done my, my first ever podcast. I was doing it with my grandma, and it was something that wow. we, you know, we were just kind of going through whatever was in the news. For the week, you know, we would go through a couple articles in the news and just, talk, you know, talk about it, get my perspective, get her perspective, and we'd go back and forth on it. But, you know, unfortunately, she passed away, and I kind of like got really um, this, what's what's the word, um, disinterested, and, and just okay. kind of, you know, I didn't feel the need to do it. 
And so I got really um, upset and just kind of neglected it and ran that into the ground. But you, you still I, have the recordings, right? So you, it's still oh, out yeah, there. Oh, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Which I, is, I would never, never lose those. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that's that's what it's about, right? That you're, sadly, your grandmother was gone, but her voices and her ideas can live on because you've captured exactly. them. That's, exactly. That's then, pretty amazing. Imagine everybody did that, right? Imagine that, yeah. you know, all the young people connected with their, their grandparents in that way and discussed topics, shared information, learned something, you know, had debates and discussions, looked at how society and culture has changed or maybe not changed over periods of time. I mean, that that's a pretty cool thing to do. Yeah, and, and I, I, you know, I just throwing it out there you know i know a lot of young people don't like hanging out with their grandparents but you know you got everybody you got to get it in before it's before it's too late you know stop mm-hmm. you know put 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 the phone down pay attention to what they have to say because you know they've been around for some years and and just enjoy the time you've, you've got with your loved ones because you know 2018 has taken a lot of people mm-hmm. 2018 coming with a vengeance so oh yeah yeah and we, we don't live forever, right? I mean, we're only here Absolutely. for a short period of time, so we have to hold on to the, the moments that we have. And uh, yeah, personally, I, I don't think that there really are second chances. I think that every moment that we have is unique and special, and we have to, exactly. we have, we have to hold on to those moments as much as we can. So, so you're, you're a new father, is that right? Yep, just four months. Four months old she is, yeah. Okay, wow. And what, what's that experience been like for you? Um, it's been a little bit surreal, you know. It, it's it's kind of, I don't know if it's fully hit me yet because, you know, I'm, I'm looking at this, this little person that's the most adorable person in the entire world. That, you know, I, I could never imagine somebody being more beautiful than her goofy face and her, mm-hmm. her goofy smile and the way she sticks her tongue out and, like, makes me laugh 24 7 i could never imagine that you know i had a part in in creating this this person now you know it's it's weird because now i've, I've been responsible for me for 22 years now i'm responsible for me for my my fiance and for my my daughter and so it's it's a bit of a a unique situation because it's something i've never had to do before and i've never i'm not used to it. I've, I've never i'm not i've not been around a lot of babies in my life so having this person dependent on me mm-hmm. is kind of—it's scary, but it's mm-hmm. awesome at the same time. Oh, absolutely! It's—it's it's part of the learning curve, right? It's—it's the—it's—it's oh, yeah. it's you. I think the moment that you become responsible for another life, you—you you have to get to the next level, right? Yeah, I mean, personally, I'm glad I—I I, you know we—I had her young. We had her young mm-hmm. because. I want to be that young father who can run around with her, who can do stuff, who can who can play with her, and all you know, all her friends want to come over to our house because we're the young, cool parents. We're the we're the fun people. We're the we're the the escape house. You know, we're the house that everybody goes to to escape the the BS of their family and kind of just enjoy their time. You know, I want to be that house, and so I, I'm kind of happy that we we had her young because we can have that opportunity to kind of relate closer to her as opposed to being more distant. Yeah, it it does work like that. People who want to have children when they're older, they they don't tend to realize that the distance in age between the parents and the child does make a difference in your relationship. And what that means is when you're older, you have to work harder. You have to work harder to bridge that gap because if you are having a child, say, at the age of 32 as opposed to 22, 
then then there's an extra 10 years difference there and you do have to bridge bridge that gap because in many ways the mind becomes less flexible as you get older and it's sometimes harder and children also relate differently to parents of different ages children tend to have a stronger relationship just tend to it's not always like this but they tend to have a stronger relationship with people closer to their age Oh, 100%. I agree with that, yeah. Yeah, and so if, so if the parents are younger, that, that bond can, can often be a lot, a lot stronger. I know some older parents, and the, the experience of the children is that the parents don't understand a lot of the experiences that the children are having because there's just so much difference in, uh, in, in that age gap and in that experience. You know, and with the, the development of society and technologies and changes in the world and things moving quickly, you you can get left behind in in what is happening and uh, True. you know and um, let, let me give you a, a little example of that. Um, uh, my what well, we have in our in our kitchen we have uh, one of the Google Home Mini devices. You know the ones that okay. you you you, yeah. you you say you don't like type into your computer. You say something and it searches yeah, I have voice. Yeah, I have an Alexa device in my house. Yeah, yeah, okay. So so two days after I learned how to use it. My youngest daughter, who is three, learned how to use it, right? <laughs> Two days after it. So, you know, my youngest daughter will walk into the, the kitchen and she'll say, um, hey, play, um, I don't know, like, Mamma Mia by ABBA or, you know, something like some song that she wants right. to hear, right? And, um, you know, it, it will play. And I was thinking, wow, all those great differences between generations. And then I realized, oh, my God, the 40 years between me and her has been distilled into 48 hours. Because what I learned to do 48 hours ago, she can do now, and that just, that just kind of blew my mind. Right? Yeah, it's it's crazy, you know, how we that, that age difference. You know, they, you know, kids today are picking things up, you know, that I could have only imagined. You mm-hmm. know, I remember when I was three, I was picking, you know, I was eating dirt, and when mm-hmm. my little, co- you know, my little cousin's three, she knows how to unlock her, you know, the iPad, yeah. and put her favorite. TV show on. Yeah, yeah. Like my, my, my daughter came to me with her with her little tablet, and she, and she said, "Can you turn on the internet for me?" Like, Whoa! <laughs> Whoa! She's worked out the internet is off, right? <laughs> she needs it turned on. That's, That's just crazy. Or I was sitting with my son at uh, breakfast this morning, and we were talking about something related to money, and I I told him, "Oh, I'm paying like." 500 euro a month for this and he's like oh so you're so you're paying um uh six thousand a year yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like my, my son's eight and i'm like you just did that calculation like that and he's like oh oh yeah yeah i'm like whoa <laughs> just, that's crazy yeah it's, yeah, yeah. It, it's something else because you know there there's so much and, and that's why i can't wait for her to get a little bit older because there's going to be so much that she can teach me and then I can't wait to be able to teach her some stuff. You know, I can't wait to, I, I can't wait to embarrass her. You know, where it's like I pull out the the VHS tape and she's like, "Dad, what's a VHS tape?" I was like, "Okay, sit down. We got, you know, yeah. back when when we when I was a kid, you, if you mm. wanted to watch Titanic, the whole movie, you had to put in two different mm. tapes. You oh had half God. the tape on one on yeah. one video and half the tape on the other. You couldn't just type it in on YouTube and pay two ninety nine and watch it." You had to 
you had to buy it, you had to buy the set, you had to buy put this VHS tape in, and mm-hmm. when that was up, if you wanted to watch the rest right away, you had to take that out quickly so you didn't miss mm-hmm. anything and put it right back in. And mm-hmm. It's, it's going to be so so interesting, you know, these next 18, 20 well, plus years is going to be real fun and interesting. Yeah, well, it, it's wild with the technology. I mean, I was talking with my partner yesterday, and uh, my partner is from Slovakia, and she was telling me, and this, this is kind of relevant, to, I think, to to, to everybody, she was telling me that um, her <laughs> a part of her childhood was ruined because there was um, the the film Grease was on television, right? And <laughs> and and, uh, and it was only shown once, okay? And when she was growing up, there was no access to videos and video recorders and, and anything. It was like the the post communist country, and everything was uh, you know really limited. Right, so this this right. film and it was only shown on shown once because it was considered too westernized to be shown again. Right, and right. and um, it, it it was shown once and her parents had to go somewhere and she had to travel with her parents, and, oh, and she, she missed it and she missed it and she said everybody who was everybody was talking about this thing for years afterwards. And, oh, yeah. Yeah, and 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 this was you know the time no video recorders no internet no technology if you if you missed it you missed it you missed it right yeah. you you it's not it's not like you could download another version or pick it up later or you know record get, it yeah reco- even just record put it, it on the DVR yeah or even borrow it from somebody else right you can well, even do that because nobody send had send me it. a link. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, links didn't even exist. Oh my god, and and so you know, I tried to explain to my son, like, because I got this folder of uh, films on my computer that we that we watch, and um, my my son was like, oh, so which films did you watch when you were my age? I was like, I didn't really watch any films made because there was no real access to anything like that you know I was like I could rent a DVD I could no DVDs I could rent a video cassette like once a month right right and and that was that was it you wait till something comes on TV and maybe you had to wait a year for something to come if you missed it at the cinema right so so this is this this the way in which technology is is connecting to people and people are connecting to it is 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 the dynamic is changing so fast that uh that as as parents we have to be aware of it right we have to be aware of it and keep up to date with things so that we know we know what's going on because it's going to get more crazy i think right in in the future especially with with things like voice recognition right like i just talked a little bit earlier so the the you know, people are not going to take their phones out of their pockets. They're just going to speak, right? And they'll get the, they'll get the data back, and uh, and and who knows where that will go beyond that point, right? You've got intelligent homes, intelligent lighting systems. Like I got this, I got this friend who's set up his house, and all the lights are connected to his Google Home system, right? And he's just like, uh, turn on the lights, and you know, the, the lights turn the, on. The light, the lights turn on. Right, and if that isn't a, I remember you know clap, you know clap on, clap, clap yeah. off used to be the thing. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And now you just gotta say something. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's it's wild. So um, so the first the first four months have been 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 a bit of a cool ride for you. You've been enjoying the first four months with uh, with your daughter, yeah. Yes, especially as soon as she learned how to sleep through the night. That's you know that that's awesome. Once she <laughs> learns how to sleep, <laughs> I, you oh, know yeah. waking up at two a.m. to uh. Mm-hmm. Change a diaper to feed her, you know. That was yeah. it was fun, you know. But it got old, got old real quick. Not being able to sleep, you know. Oh, absolutely. But, 
but you know, I, I I look forward to you know in a you know in a couple of years doing it again, having another kid, um, and you know just kind of going through the motions again and and doing it all because you know I, I think well a lot of people think that you know being a parent is like the worst thing that could happen to somebody. I honestly think it's the greatest thing that happened to me because it made me. It made me more responsible, you know, because I have to, I couldn't, I can't just go buy this thing that I really, really, really want because mm-hmm. I got to buy, I got to buy formula, I got to buy diapers, I got to yeah. buy this, I got to buy that. You know, it, it made me more responsible as a person, mm-hmm. personally, and then, you know, it it made me realize what was really important and then what really mm-hmm. isn't. And oh, yeah, I think yeah. that's the coolest thing. Yeah, you're putting somebody else before yourself, right? That's that's what you're exactly. doing, and that that's uh, that's really important. You know, if you're you're not thinking about what you're going to buy for your yourself, like I, I've got three kids, so it's like I'm not thinking about oh, I'm going to buy a t-shirt for myself. I'm always like, have the kids got clothes, right? You know, do the, right? Do the kids need anything? It's like um, you know, you'd clothe the kids first, right? I make sure all the kids have got like. Uh, sneakers or trainers that are that are okay for them before I even look at anything that I've got, right? And, <laughs> and I think that's like that's what keeps me up at night is because I, I sit here and I'm like, how in the world am I gonna do this? Like, I, I, mm-hmm. I that keeps me up at night because I mm-hmm. I get stress, I get so much stress and mm-hmm. and and so much you know anxiety over am I gonna be am I gonna be good enough? Like, am I gonna do this okay? Like, am I gonna Am I gonna get this done? Am I gonna have, afford all this? I should, you know, do I'm I gonna have to go hungry so she doesn't go hungry? What is like think about all these sacrifices that you know that I've had to make. I'm gonna have to make, and it scares me. But you know, again, it, like you said, you know, it's it's going along for the ride, and it, it was a decision that you know was made, and it's a thing that happened, and you know now we gotta we gotta stick to it. Oh, absolutely, and I think personally that the Greatness begins with asking the question that you asked, am I going to be good enough? Because if you don't ask yourself that question, you can't really measure where you are. So if you begin by asking yourself, am I going to be good enough? Then you start the process of self-assessment. You look at what you do, you look at what people around you do, you look at where you are compared to where you want to be, uh, you, you go to other people for advice and, and support and help. And, and if you can't you know, find them you know, closely within your, your local environment, you can get on the net and look for people there. And so, so if you want to be and not just even good, you know, if you want to be great at something, it begins with, with asking the, the question of like, where am I now and what do I need to do to be ready for the next step? And it, it sort of might be a, 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 a sort of life learning process along the way. I don't think we're, I don't think that any parent is ever really fully ready. You just, you're, you're thrown in the deep end and you have to learn to swim and you do it through the whole process of of learning, of making mistakes, of realizing this is good and this is bad. I know that between my three children, my parenting developed. Um, I was maybe more, uh, I was maybe overcautious with the first child because you know it's the first child and you want to get everything right. And you know when you try to get everything right, you tend to aim for perfectionism, and that doesn't work because nothing is perfect. Right. 
So, um, so I think a lot of parents experience that where they're maybe overprotective of the first child, the second child gets a little bit more space. And by the time the third child comes along, you're like, you're not racing towards the edge of the bed as the baby gets closer to the edge. You're just like, hmm, she'll probably stop. It'll be okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, <laughs> but where then, if they, and then if they don't, you've got the hospital on speed dial. Well, yeah, yeah, or no, but it's it's even another level of that. It's like you kind of know that if they fall off, they'll cry for a minute, but they'll be okay, right? Whereas before, it's like, oh my god, oh my god, what? Like, like you're you're with the first child, you're you're like you've got all those numbers in your phone ready, right? <laughs> right? Yeah, I think the hardest part for me so far is you know, uh, my future in-laws told me you know, if she cries. Mm-hmm. Let her cry for a few minutes. See if she's uh-huh. just trying to get attention, and then if she keeps crying for a few minutes, yeah, pay attention to her. You know, get yeah. her some food, change her, mm-hmm. do this, do that, and see if she's just being a brat or if mm-hmm. she really needs something from mm-hmm. you. Oh yeah, well, there's there's a lot of truth in that. At at the same time as that, there's also a lot of truth in you know you want to be as as close to your kids as possible. So you don't want them to, you want to. You want to be with them, I think, when they're crying, but you don't want to be responding to their every single need at that moment because you want you want them to know that you're there for them and you want to reinforce that, but you don't want to become a slave to the running around and getting them absolutely everything that they need because you don't want them to... to and in a kind of a bigger context of things you don't want to do things for them that they need to learn to do for themselves because that just slows down the whole process right so the balance is difficult in my experience every person is different every family is different what works perfectly for you if i try it it might not work for me so it you know it's really hard to to get the right kind of advice from other people because other people will tell you what worked for them and and that's great and all you can do is try it and if it works it works and if it doesn't it doesn't and then you move on to you know doing whatever you need to do next you know it's a it's it's a slow difficult learning process where mistakes are inevitable but that's that's how we grow i think that's how we grow yeah and i think that's you know that's it's it's important because you know, we all start, you know, we start somewhere and mm-hmm. where I, I've seen myself grow personally as a father, as a person and over the last few months, you know, I, I was stressed, you know, I was scared to hold my daughter because I was scared I was going to drop her to now I'm just like grabbing her with one arm, <laughs> yeah. picking her up and swinging her along like, let's go. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, absolutely. That's and, and and it gets it becomes more free because as you, as you begin to get more comfortable with being with the child, there, there's there's more freedom there and it becomes more enjoyable. And if you're not able to relax and take a step back, it, it's really difficult to enjoy everything. You want to be fully involved, but you want to you want to be able to to breathe, you know, during the parenting as well. Exactly. Yeah, and you don't you'll you don't want to overparent as well. You know that's another issue for but people. But you don't want to underparent. Yeah, it's, it's finding that balance. Oh yeah, abs- absolutely. Um, you know, and uh, these questions just become more complex as the child grows up. You know, it said, okay, how do we introduce the child to these different topics? What language do we use around the child? Is the child going to spend time with certain groups of people? What hobbies and 
you know, habits and interests should they have? Um, is it all right for them to read this or not, or watch or watch this film or not? And and it it's just a constant series of decisions that that have to be made to the best of the person's ability. And um, it's a it's a great process. I mean, you you mentioned earlier that um, a lot of people think that having children is is negative yes for some people it, it, they think it's the worst thing and i think these people have got everything backwards right i think it's i mean obviously their experience in the past has been negative and they're projecting their own negative experience onto onto the future thinking that the children are going to be negative for what's happening but i think all it does is it kind of tests your mettle are you able to step up right are you able to do whatever it is that you need to do? I mean, you can even consider it a gift from God, the ultimate challenge, right? The ultimate challenge, parenting. Yeah, you know, forget, right. forget the assault course for the army. That's difficult. But, you know, the greater challenge is the parenting, right? How are you, you going to behave towards your son or daughter? Are you going to make the same mistakes that your parents made with you? Um, are you going to step up to the next level? Are you going to be there for them all the time? How are you going to handle it when they fail at what they want to do? So many, so many difficult questions. And, you know, the fact that um, you're a bit of a scholar of, of, of the Bible, I mean, that's going to stand you in, in great steading for all of those things because there's so much practical advice that's available there, you know, at the root of our sort of education in, in, in Western civilization that's going to be really, really, really important in the future. Right, and I, and that's what I love about it, and that's what I I love about, uh, you know, my podcast. is it, It's, you know, I'm not afraid to admit my mistakes and where I've, you know, been off, and and I think that's a, a flaw with a lot of people who are, you know, preaching the Bible is they're afraid to admit that they've messed up or, or mm-hmm. talk about certain things, and I'm just like, I've messed up, I know I've messed up, I know I'm not perfect, and, but th- this is my advice on, on what this is saying, and and this is how I'm living my life based off this, and this is how, you know, I think you should live your life, but if you feel different, you know, that's fine. You know, that's what I think is so great about, you know, things like that, is you, you can have different opinions, and that's what I love. Yeah, it's, um, it's the ability to share, it's the ability to connect, it's the ability to accept what what works its ability to reject things that we find negative for ourselves um it's the life skills basically it's the life skills and it's it's uh it's constant it's constant learning and no matter how much we learn and there's that contradiction of learning where when you learn more you realize there is still so much more Right, and it, it, everything oh, just exactly. everything just gets bigger. It's like you know, you you learn something about, or you you study some element of the Bible, and you're you're into the characters and the topics and what happened, and that leads you on to something else. And you're like, oh my God, there's you like this, this you you could you you can write books on this paragraph, right? Because there's because exactly. there's just so much there to share, and the, the podcast is the you know the. The, the great opportunity to to give what we know out to other people and then to listen to other people's content and to pick up what we can from that so so precisely it, it, and that's why I love I have a I have an email dedicated to the podcast and mm-hmm. and I you know I invite people who think differently than what I think I invite them to email me and to tell me what's your perspective and you know maybe I could invite somebody on the podcast and we can debate the perspective mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. what I, I love that. Oh yeah, yeah. It's um, 
I, I like the opportunity to to understand differences, to explore ideas, and um, to not people don't need to be hypercritical of of each other. There's always enough. There, there's there, there's <laughs> there's always enough negativity in the world already. It's just taking that time to to listen to somebody else's perspective. And I think when when people are intelligent, what they can do is they can hold another person's perspective. They don't have to agree with it, but they can see it. They can hold it. It's like uh, it's like right. rotating an object like 180 degrees, right? You can see right, and what you can, it's... And you, can, you know, and you can respect it. You know, mm -hmm. you don't have to... That's what I love about, you know, being able to agree to disagree is mm -hmm. we can be friends at the end of the day. I don't have to agree with what you say, but I can understand your side of it. And I can see where you're coming from. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And... And if, if if we could all get to that point, you know, that's pretty. It's a pretty cool point to get to, really. Where where you know we're, we're not oh, trying yeah. to throttle each other just because we just because we see things in a different way, right? You know, we can uh, we can we can share because we care, and uh, we can we can respect because we know that uh, differences and diversity are part of what makes life beautiful. So so that's pretty Absolutely. cool. Hey, put your podcast out there again. What's the name of the podcast? Uh, it's Raptured Millennial, R-A-P-T-U-R-E-D, mm -hmm. Millennial, M-I-L-L-E-N-N-I-A-L. -L -L okay. The Raptured Millennial Podcast. We're on Facebook, Instagram. Uh, like I said, you can email us at rapturedmillennial at gmail.com. Mm -hmm. um, and we're available pretty much everywhere, iTunes, Spotify, Google, um, Pocket Casts, all the major, you know, all the major streamers, were there. Uh, give us a listen. Feel free. Like I said, email us if you got any questions or if you just want to say hey. Um, I know we're me and my buddy. We're actually going to go on two different subjects. I'm going off of um, my goodness. I'm, I completely blanked on what I, I've been. I've been going talk about. I've been talking about judgment. Mm -hmm. uh, I just started a series on judgment and how that plays out from the beginning. You know, from Genesis judgment from Old Testament judgment down to New Testament judgment all the way to Revelation and then my buddy um, is going to be doing a series on the historical relevance of the Bible and do an actual background of the Bible itself um, from a historical standpoint so it's we got some really exciting stuff coming up. Oh, that's pretty cool. And you know, if you if if you're part of a church out there, and you know, you can share that with other people in the church, and they can build their knowledge uh, that way. I mean, that's uh, you know, that that's an excellent way to, to to connect with people. You know, it's a it's it's a great topic to look at. I mean, judgment is. I mean, doesn't that just affect everybody, everything, everywhere? That that's such an amazing topic to look at. And it's the scariest topic, which is why it doesn't get touched enough, and which mm -hmm. is why I'm going to spend a couple couple weeks on that particular subject because I don't think it gets talked about enough. Oh yeah, because we're all um, we're we, we all need to some level to, uh, to to make decisions, which requires some level of judgment. But we need to avoid being judgmental. And judge not, lest ye be judged, my friend. That's oh, yeah. what I've always been taught. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Because you know what, what goes around swings back, swings back around, right? Ten times. <laughs> right, absolutely. Hey man, it's been absolutely fantastic to have this chat with you. Um, it, yeah, it's, it's I, been really I've, I've cool. Been having, I've been having a great time, and I appreciate you having me on. 
Oh wow! So I thank you very much for for um, you know for responding to my reach out there for people that that uh, want to share uh, interesting topics and ideas and experiences. If people out there want more information about what I do, there are two podcasts. There's the Business Coaching Masterclass and the Chatterbox. There's also a YouTube channel, the Academy of Language Therapy and Life Coaching. And you know, as with everyone else in the podcasting world, you know, just just put the information into a search engine and you'll come up with links and you know you can explore issues and topics and if people want to connect that's always a great thing to do super cool so thanks again very much for the chat mate and um, I would you know love at some point to reconnect reconnect again a little bit down the line it would be nice yeah to definitely do a, do a couple months down the line you know we can mm -hmm. see where everything's at we can kind of go back and and see you know how a couple months has changed perspectives and whatnot because obviously as, as you know with your three kids and mm -hmm. as i'm gonna learn mine um a couple months can do a whole heck of a lot of a difference oh whole yeah world of difference yeah absolutely absolutely and uh it's it's nice to to appreciate and recognize those those differences as well as well over time so that's super cool so um thank you again it's, it's been an absolute pleasure Talking, my pleasure. Talking, it, it's talking been my you. pleasure. I appreciate you having me on. And uh, what I'm going to do when we when we finish when we finish the call, what I'm going to do is I'm going to connect with you back through the chat system, and um, give me your uh, give me your email address, and I will pop the uh, I'll, I'll pop the recording to you through the through through that, and uh, you know you can do whatever you want with it on your side. Okay. Cool. Cool. And then okay. uh, just let me know. I don't know which you know podcast or YouTube channel or how wherever you're going to post this. Let mm -hmm. me know. I'd love to kind of to listen to it back in another perspective as well and see the kind of reaction it gets mm -hmm. from from your audience. Okay, that's cool. It's probably going to go out on the uh, the the chatterbox. I'm putting out a lot of content uh, daily right now, and um, some stuff gets recycled round round about. Some stuff gets edited. Some stuff gets left as it is. Um, I think that um, it's just a constant process of, of experimentation to find out what format is the best to get information delivered to people in a way that they can uh, uh, consume it in the way that's best for them. Mm -hmm.